Okay, phase three of the provincial reopening, nearly a week old. It, of course, includes the return of in-house restaurant dining. And joining us now for more on that is Stephen Bechta, who is the owner of Bechta Restaurant Group in Ottawa. And he joins us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Stephen, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Jeff. All right, first off, can you give us a bit of a snapshot, maybe what the last eight or nine months have been like in Ottawa for the restaurant industry? I mean, I don't have to tell you what it's been like uh, here in Toronto. We've sadly seen the uh, closure of many iconic restaurants. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been a roller coaster ride of opening, closings, uh, patio, indoors, no patio, takeout, meal kits, uh, you know, color-coded systems and then complete shutdowns. So it's been uh, it's been a roller coaster for all of us. And how have things been the last few days with the return of in-house dining for you? Oh, it's been a uh, godsend, you know, to be able to welcome our guests back in person, uh, to have our staff back uh, serving them in person. It's just, it feels like such a weight has been lifted and everyone is just so joyous. And the reason we connected with you this afternoon is we wanted to hear, because you made some headlines, particularly there in the nation's capital, uh, saying that, uh, you know, everybody just needs to kind of take a breath and a step back, that uh, the restaurant business is going to need, in your estimation, what, a good three months to kind of uh, really uh, ramp up and get up to full speed again? Yeah, it's true. So the two biggest misconceptions that we've heard from the Globe and Mail article that I wrote uh, was that if the government just shut off support programs like CERB for employees, they would all come back to work, work right away. Or that if we just paid people more, they would all return. But actually, in fact, neither is true. The positions we need to fill are the high-paid, experience-serving positions. We offer benefits, paid sick days, family meals, tip sharing, and a great atmosphere to work in. But if you were not able to practice your profession for 16 months, and you've gone off to find other work. You have other commitments to your current employer or in a different industry, and it will take time to bring these professionals back and time to train a new generation of hospitality professionals. Just imagine that if a manufacturing plant was closed for 16 months, and with one week's notice, it was told it could reopen, but with a completely different set of rules. There is no way anyone could have that plant back up and running with full capacity right away. There's cleaning, ordering, supply chain management, retooling, training, and new safety protocols. It takes time to spin up a new plant or a new restaurant after an extended lockdown. Our industry will get there, but it's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, talk to us a bit more, if you can, about uh, training uh, new staff, uh, not only in uh, what is, uh, you know, the traditional uh, skills and tasks involved, but, uh, you know, you bring up a very good point that, uh, you know, there's a lot of new safety rules and protocols uh, in place that uh, new employees have got to get up to speed on. Absolutely. And it feels like it's changed by the week. And so, you know, so much of what we do right now is just training, training our staff on the new protocols on how we do business. And, uh, you know, we just keep having to adapt uh, on and on and on again, but we'll get there. Uh, So just, you know, if your favorite restaurant, your favorite local restaurant isn't open on a Monday night or a Tuesday lunch yet, give it some time. It will get there. But, you know, we just we, we need a little bit of time and a little patience. Yeah, and to me, the two things that really breathe, uh, breathe life into a restaurant are usually uh, the chef, of course, uh, who's ever uh, preparing uh, the meals, and then, of course, uh, the staff, that uh, frontline uh, staff that uh, really can make uh, such a difference uh, to your restaurant. And uh, those are two key positions that you really need good, well-trained uh, professionals in. 
Right, of course. But you know what? Uh, for, for the chefs, we were able to keep all of our management team and most of our cooks employed throughout this whole pandemic. But for the front of house, when we're just doing takeout, there's no one for them to serve. So, of course, uh, they've had to go off and find other jobs. So it'll take a little while to train that next generation and bring our people back who have made other commitments. Yeah. What has the reception by uh, customers uh, been like? Have you seen a lot of longtime customers uh, return? Yeah, it's been uh, wonderful, heartwarming. Uh, just to be able to, to feel them in that space again and to see their joy. You know, uh, we have one of our favorite uh, longtime regulars who lives alone. And so she's been a locked in during this pandemic for 16 months. And now she can go out. Everyone's double vaccinated. And she can see her friends again in the restaurant and be cared for by the staff that she knows and loves. It just warms my heart. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's what, uh, you know, restaurants such as yours and bars and pubs, uh, that's what they are, right? They are, you know, the fabric of our communities and their traditional gathering uh, places. And, uh, you know, I think maybe it's been a bit of a wake up call for everybody, just how important local business uh, is uh, to us all. Yeah, yeah. And we need that. We need that human connection. And we understand from a safety protocol, we've had to stay separated for so long but now the cases are low and everyone's getting vaccinated. It's time to come back together and it's time to be uh, around each other in person again, safely. And you mentioned, uh, you know, for customers, please just be patient that there's retraining uh, going on uh, right now. It might take uh, three months for your favorite restaurant to uh, really get back up to a uh, full speed. But uh, I'm just wondering how much patience on the other side, is there retraining going on with the customers that haven't been <laughs> there for so long? To, to an extent, you know, and, and I think when we get people from other jurisdictions who maybe don't have mask mandates, like uh, Alberta, for instance, you know, they, they don't understand why they still have to wear a mask when they get up to go to the washroom or while they're getting uh, fat at their table. Um, that's the biggest thing. But I think people are finally getting it that, uh, you know, there's there's some new protocols in place. Tables are still spaced out six feet and uh, you can't just get up and chat with people without a mask on. You know, you need to follow some rules and that's OK. And uh, they'll they'll get it. Yeah, because when the patios uh, opened, uh, you know, what was it, three, four weeks ago, uh, finally, again, it just, honestly, it felt a little strange to even hold a menu in your hand. Hadn't done that for so long. It's so true. Yeah, people got used to using QR codes, uh, which is great. But now people are kind of expecting real menus again. And uh, we recognize that this is an airborne uh, virus. And so we, uh, you know, we, we can, it's not about cleaning every surface perfectly uh, or changing menus every single time somebody uses it, because that's not how COVID gets passed. Well, listen, Stephen, really appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Glad things are uh, well there in Ottawa. You're back up and running and continued uh, success. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Jeff. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it as well. There's Stephen Becta, owner of the Becta Restaurant Group in Ottawa. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.